this was our first year at the Sedona International Film Festival, and I was more than surprised by just how excellent it was. You know, for a, a smaller scale festival, they really brought caliber films. Absolutely. I mean, of the films we saw, there wasn't a single dud, which is not always the case with film festivals. I know we've talked about that with Sundance and even with the Phoenix Film Festival as well. Yeah, this movie really set us up for an awesome weekend. We're kicking off our coverage of the Sedona International Film Festival with a touching and hilarious Irish film, The Drummer and the Keeper. She's Tuesday, and I'm Kaylee. Pour yourself a pint, kick back, relax. You are listening to Whiskey and Popcorn. Gabriel is an exceptional drummer in an up-and-coming Dublin rock band. But when we first meet him, he is half-naked and is dragging a couch down a beach. Then, without batting an eye, he sets that couch on fire. Gabriel is diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and as part of his health regimen, he is forced to join a weekend mixed-ability soccer team. There, he meets 17-year-old Christopher, who has Asperger's syndrome. And an unwilling friendship buds. As Gabriel's manic and depressive episodes are contrasted with Christopher's desire for order and logic, they ultimately end up complementing each other because of their very opposite abilities. And it is because of those opposite abilities that they're really able to help each other live full and meaningful lives. Uh, Here's a clip from the trailer. You need to get your act together. You just need to go back in the booze and split. He's sick, for Christ's sake. I'm also going to recommend that you take part in a mixed ability football game. Remind me why you're here again? Just been uh, overindulging a bit. Bipolar with psychotic and delusional episodes, it says here. <clears throat> you're not allowed to touch Probably me. You're allowed to break my leg. Lads! You're not allowed to touch me, I said! Hey! If you can make friends with him, you can play. I need your number or you need mine. Otherwise, how are we supposed to stay in touch or make arrangements? I'm not. Look, it's not you, man. It's your mental health issue. I don't have a mental health issue. I have Asperger's. You have a mental health issue. And so that's just a little taste of the film. Um, You can hear that there's a lot of levity as well as drama interwoven together. And um, Gabriel is actually played by Dermot Murphy. And Jacob McCarthy plays Christopher, the young man who has Asperger's. And they were just both superb in their roles. And Tuesday, why don't you kick us off with your thoughts? Sure. The movie was wonderful. It's heartwarming, genuine, and not kitschy at all. That was my first initial worry about the film, that it would fall into that typical buddy-buddy movie where two misunderstood people band together, you know, but it, it actually ended up being this truly original and real movie. Mm. Yeah, I can't give this movie enough praise. It has a very similar vibe to the uh, Rain Man movie back from 1988. 
in that it's both that comedy and drama. It it deals with people of different mental abilities and personalities. And I think how the director, Nick Kelly, handled the two mental abilities was executed so well. Uh, never once watching this that I feel like either mental ability was belittled or made fun of because that was one of my concerns as well walking into this film is how are they going to handle that with dignity for people who have either bipolar disorder or Asperger's syndrome. And the comedy of the film wasn't again, making fun of those mental states. It was more about the clash of very two different ways of thinking. And the characters play off each other so well. And I agree with you. It's not easy taking two things, Asperger's and bipolar disorder, which have plenty of stigma and misunderstandings around them and make them into characters that we truly relate to and get to try and understand a little bit. Mm. But, I mean, those, the two leads, you know, from what I know, they're pretty unheard of, but did tremendously. Oh, yeah. They were so wonderful. And I think that they really approached their roles with great sensitivity and research. At least that's how it appeared on the screen. As for the director, Nick Kelly, this is his debut feature as both a writer and a director. Up to now, he's only done shorts. And... Just for a debut film, wow. This does not feel like a debut film at all. Oh, not at all. So bringing up the obvious that's been occurring a lot in in movies and pop culture nowadays, it's, you know, for those of different abilities, we do have actors and actresses out there that could play someone who's paraplegic or could play someone who is deaf or blind, you know, etc. And in this situation, Jacob McCarthy, the actor who plays Christopher, is not autistic. And of course, we kind of have to bring that up a little bit. Uh, what, what's your, what are your viewpoints? Yeah, I, I think it is something important to touch on here for us in the U.S. because this is such a hot topic conversation, and rightly so. I'm not sure how big of a conversation it is in Ireland or Europe at large. From everything that I read about this film, which, by the way, this film actually came out in 2017, so it's actually coming up on being about two years old now. From everything that I've read, like, it was just so warmly embraced. I didn't even see really any strong criticisms at all. I'm sure there's some out there, but, like, in Ireland... It just had rave reviews, and and rightly so. But that brings up, you know, the whole issue of was there an effort to be more inclusive of the type of actors that they auditioned? Did they bother to try on audition somebody who has maybe not Asperger's, but maybe was on the autistic spectrum, um, or somebody who does have bipolar disorder? From everything that I could tell, I, I I'm unsure if they made that effort. Was it really? just kind of viewed as a non-issue in Ireland? I, I don't want to say that, but I, I do think it's an interesting, uh, an important thing to point out that as we see more and more of these films that showcase people of different abilities, whether they're physical or mental, that there should be a bigger push to be more inclusive of actors who can, who either live that reality or are closer to it than just saying, oh, I'm going to throw you in there because you're just a great actor. 
we saw that earlier this year that there was a, a lot of outcry for that film, The Upside, where Brian Cranston plays a quadriplegic. And again, I think that film was very well executed, but I completely understand why people were upset, why an abled body actor was playing a quadriplegic when there's plenty of other actors who probably could have fit the role who were, were differently abled. It, it's a valid thing to think about and consider as we continue to move forward uh, with diversity and inclusion in film. I would say I'm really on the fence with the topic. I absolutely consider myself an ally to those who are differently abled. I will always advocate for ADA compliant housing and government buildings, but I also see it on the perspective of a marketer. And Brian Cranston has street cred. And and so it's very hard for me because I can see it absolutely both ways. When we're coming down to money, you want the name recognition for an actor potentially, but also understanding there are actors out there that are very able to be in these roles. So it's oh, it's just such a hard subject, and I'm interested to see where it goes in the future. I mean, just putting it out on the table, I think, is a huge jump for us. I mean, we've gone from histories of blackface all the way to now we're talking about differently abled individuals. And I think the conversation always needs to be on the table and to see where we can find a nice stance that everyone likes and respects and feels wanted. Absolutely. And I think a, a prime example of that is is that TV show, The Good Doctor, uh, where Freddie Highmore, who plays Dr. Sean Murphy in that show, he is actually autistic in real life. And that is part of the role that he plays. So there is a, a high profile example of in somebody who has that mental ability and gets to portray that so and a favorite of mine uh the tv series speechless where one of the kids in the family is quadriplegic i believe and actually uses a board for speech and like a laser pen and he absolutely is and they've had other people who are exactly like him on the show who are also just actors who happen to be wheelchair bound and it is possible and those are both very successful shows streaming on Hulu right now. So is there a place for it? Absolutely. And I'd love to see more, e even just all different kinds of people on shows. For sure. And I think all that being said, The Drummer and the Keeper is just such a wonderful film. Like, I walked out of there and I said, this is my favorite film of the year. And I still stand by that, even though this film is from 2017. So I don't know if that's going to actually count. <laughs> well, and remember, it was our first movie in Sedona. So she, we really set the bar high for that weekend. <laughs> but it, it's a wonderful film. And as far as how you can see it, you I believe you can actually purchase it on Amazon. Uh, you can get the disc, the DVD. You might be able to stream it too, but definitely look it up. Up, try and find a way to see it. It's so wonderful and delightful. It will make you laugh until you cry, and then the heartwarming moments will just make you cry warm, happy tears. Yeah, we were overdue, at least in this podcast, for just a really nice feel-good movie. 
And that's exactly what it is. I'd say it's super safe for the family to watch it. Uh, Of course, yes, there's like alcohol abuse and some things like that. But overall, especially if you have family members who are on the spectrum, I've heard a lot of really good reviews about how much people with Asperger's are actually connecting with this character. So definitely a family watch and just a cuddle up with some popcorn and watch a cute movie. 100%. Um, but I need something to drink with my popcorn, too. Obviously. <laughs> so uh, what you drinking? I, I've got to go for an Irish whiskey. It, yes. On the rocks. Um, <laughs> you know, get, get those accents going with some Irish whiskey, and I, I might as well be in Ireland. <laughs> so I'm going to be a bit of a snob here. So you're going to be drinking, what, Jameson or Bushmills or Powers? or I'm going to say Jameson. All right. I'm classy like that. You're such an American. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a great whiskey. It's a great whiskey. Hey, uh, Jameson, uh, we also love you, so, you know, you're more than welcome to join us. <laughs> we only have a few slots left for sponsors, so <laughs> make sure to reach out to us. <laughs> um, for me, though, uh, I decided to hold the whiskey. I want to have a Magner's Irish Cider. Mm. I don't know what it is about Magner's. It's just different from all the other ciders out there. Like, it's just more crisp apple-y or something. And every time I drink it, it, like, instantly transports me back to Ireland because that's where I first had it, and I drink it a lot there. So hard to find here (laughs) in Phoenix. But, uh, yeah, Magners with some popcorn on the side. I think that sounds wonderful. Well, don't leave us hanging on a downbeat. Make sure to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And of course, make sure to hit that like and follow button on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll see you guys at the movies.